Hello, I am Ben and we are the Dumpster Divers. In today's episode of Season 2 Unlocked, The Vault of Ancient Civilization, we are going to be telling you about the culture of India. I am the producer, one member of the Dumpster Divers. Thank you and enjoy. In Indian culture, there, there is red dye. Red dye came from the roots of a plant called matter. Red is also the color of marriage. Today, brides and married women all wear red. It is, the it is also the color of their life and festivals. Annotation and Vishnu is also called the blue-necked one. One story says that he drank pots of poison to save the world. The poison made his neck turn blue. Blue is a reminder that the evil presence exists but can be defeated. Yellow is also the color of merchants. In India, merchants are, are caste, or special group in the community. There are many groups or castes. Some people have money and some are poor. People have to stay in the same caste as their parents. One of the biggest religions in India is Hinduism. Hinduism is a major religion in Southeast Asia. Sanskrit is the holy language. It is the language of the Hindu gods. Sanskrit is also used in Buddhism and other religions as well. Sanskrit means perfectly or entirely done. Sanskrit is a complicated language with lots of words or meanings. It is still used today in religious writings and hymns. The early Sanskrit has 52 letters, of those 16 are vowels and 36 are consonants. These 52 letters have never been changed and plan to stay the same. Some Hindu experts say Sanskrit is the most perfect language. Sanskrit has a big effect on other Indian languages, like Hinduism. Hindi is also the national language of India. It has given words to China and the Tibet, as well both Buddhist countries. Many Buddhist books are in the Sanskrit. Buddhism is another important religion in Asia. Also, the countries Thailand and Sri Lanka have many similar words. The Egyptians, as well as some other cultures like the Chinese, left some things behind for archaeologists to find. Archaeologists study ancient items to learn about how people lived back then. It stopped around 700-500 BC. People started to farm and obtain some food for themselves instead of gathering it for others. From 2600 to 1900 BC, its cities and people were very strong. They started to call themselves one civilization. They wanted peace. From 1900 to 300 BC, Harappa weakened and split up into different parts. There are some things Harappans did before anyone else. They were careful to map their cities and had streets facing north, east, south, and west. There are signs of rules as well. The Harappans most likely collected rain and used wells and drains to move water. They traded and talked with places that were far away, like Mesopotamia. They created things like pottery. Harappa had a social class system which, with rich people having the most power. But cities in Harappa were not ruled mostly by kings and queens. Someone named Kanoir believes. Most cities in Harappa looked to have a system of elected leaders, as many places have today. This is different from many other ancient civilizations. The Hindu calendar is similar to the Jewish calendar. Both are based on cycles of the moon. Waking up during the Brahma at 4 a.m. or one and a half hours before sunrise. It is a great blessing 
from the standpoint of health, ethical, discipline, efficiency, and work, and spiritual advancement. It is on deep well and that everyone wakes up early in the morning, the sages of who instituted this custom must have cherished the hope that their descendants would realize its benefits and make it regular habit in their lives. It is common practice that everyone forgets and forgives the wrongs done by others during Diwali. There is an un there is an air of freedom, festivity, and friendliness everywhere. And to wrap it up in today's episode of Season 2 Unlocked, the vault of ancient civilization, the culture of India still remains today. Young children are practicing their culture by eating certain foods, wearing certain colors, and celebrating holidays. The sources we used are Nizela, the history of ancient Sanskrit, Nizela meaning behind the colors of India's folly festivals, Nizela cities farming and trade def- defined in the Harappan Empire, and Nizela history in the, the significance of Diwali. The music was 10 second intro music by intro and 10 top 10 intro songs, best intro music 2018 by playback. We are the Dumpster Divers. Thank you for listening to our podcast and peace out. Did you know that on the Silk Road, people traded ceramics, jades, and bronze items? Good afternoon. I am Sadie, and we are the Aquanomics. On today's episode of Unlock the Vault of Ancient Civilization, we are talking about the economics of India. Now may I welcome our guest. Hi, Sadie and Sophia. Welcome back to the Aquanomics interview. Now let's get into it. Sophia, when they got their resources shipped, and what do they do with them? When the resources got shipped in, they traded them because the Roman Empire was built on trade. Sadie, you're next. What kind of jobs did they have in society at that time? The types of jobs they had back then were farming crops and fighting other civilizations. Sophia, Europe, how did they get their resources? Ways they got their resources is by trading and receiving, also by beginning wars with other lands and then conquering them because they either had horses or war elephants. We're back to Sadie. What was the most traded thing on the Silk Road? Surprisingly, the most traded item is silk. Next is Sophia. How did people get to the Silk Road if they did not live by? Normally, they would ride on horses or camels, but sometimes they would go by foot. Correct. Sadie, your question is, what did they use canals for? They used canals for drinking water and getting a good crop resource. Great job, Sadie and Sophia. Thank you for listening to the Aquanomics interview with Sadie, Sophia, and Alana. All music was sourced from Wii Video called Welcome to India, India Monomore, in Under the Indian Sun. You do that.
The hosts are <laughs> the hosts are all students. The hosts are all students from MMS. Alana, Sadie, and Sophia. Directed by Sadie, written by Alana and Sophia. The speaker is all of us and produced and edited by Sadie. Thank you for listening and see you in the next episode. Hey, welcome back to the Mighty Tigers. This is season two, Unlock the Vault of Ancient Civilization. I'm your host, Haley, and these are our guests, Ella and Anissa. Today, we'll be asking them some questions on government government for ancient India. We are going to start by asking Ella three questions about the government. So, Ella, what is one of their beliefs on how the caste system began? One of their beliefs was that the India's system was based on biology. This is the idea that all living things are born with a particular set of qualities. Some inherit wisdom and intelligence. Others get pride and passion, and others are stuck with less fortunate traits. That's really cool. Okay, Ella, this question, next question is coming from the audience. What were their spiritual leaders called? Their spiritual leaders and teachers were called Brahmins. Okay, that was a great question from the audience. Your last question is what was he or she used for? That's a great question. Warriors and rulers were called Sahadras. Merchants and producers were called Fashas. Okay, thank you, Ella. Now let's give a big round of applause for our next guest, Anissa. Hello. He said, thank you for coming. We are going to start right away. What is one theory about the Aryans? That's a that's a good question. One theory is a group of people from Central Asia invaded South Asia and introduced the, the way of life. They did, did this as a way of painting control. Go Anissa. Your next question is coming from the audience. Ella already answered this. Let's see if you can answer the same way she did. What were the spiritual lead- leaders and teachers called? Brahmas. Good question. Okay, the last question is for you. Is what were warriors and rulers called? Atrias. Okay, now let's bring Ella back in. And thank you, Anissa, for answering the questions. Welcome back. So we're doing a little competition. Okay. Your first question is, where were the merchants and producers called? Ready, set, go. The answer is Vashas. That is correct. Next question. What are laborers called? Set, go. The answer is Sodorus. That is correct. Last and final question is what do outcasts do? Ready, set, go. Beep. The answer is there were people who did all the dirty work. They were referred to as outcasts or untouchables because they carried out the miserable task associated with disease and pollution. That is correct. Ella wins.
Resources used were ushistory.org, adapted by Newzella staff, Newzella article, the CAST system. Class Kick, India Mastery Grid. Credits to Podcast put together by Ethan. Directed by Cameron. Host Haley. Your first guest. Ella. Your second guest. Anissa. Written by Cameron and Ella. Thanks, Thanks for, for tuning, tuning in. in. Bye. Bye. Welcome to Season 2, Unlocked the Vault of Ancient Civilizations, and you're listening to the Powerpuff Girls. Today's subject is Ancient India. Ancient India is home to many things. Hinduism, Buddhism, elephants, and great food. But today, we're going to tell you about the religion part. The main religion in ancient India is Hinduism. Hinduism might be the oldest religion on earth. It started back between 2300 BCE and 1500 BCE. Over time, Hinduism just divided into many groups called sects. But the beliefs of the new sects were accepted by other Hindus. Because Hinduism is so, is so accepting, it still thrives to this day. Part of the religion is, of Hinduism is karma. Karma is all the energy of one's good or bad actions throughout many lives. Righteous and moral conduct, known as dharma, leads to good karma. So when you do good things, you get good karma, and when you do bad things, you get bad karma. Hinduism is different from other religions for several reasons. No single person started it, like Jesus did with Christianity, or Muhammad did with Islam. There's no single religious book, like the Bible or Quran. Also, there is no main group of leaders to decide what is right or wrong in Hinduism. To add on, the religion of Hinduism is polytheistic, meaning they worship more than one god. Hinduism came Buddhism. Buddhism started with a man named Siddhartha. Siddhartha was a prince. Growing up, he was shaded from human suffering. When he finally left the palace, he wanted to end human suffering. He meditated in doubt. And if you practice Buddhism, you celebrate a lot of holidays, like Maha Puja Day and Sangha Day. This festival is celebrated on the moon day of the third lunar month in Cambodia, Lhasa, Thailand, Sri Lanka, and on the full moon day of Tabang and Myanmar. That's all. Thanks for listening to the Powerpuff Girls. I hope you guys enjoyed. Our sources were Nuzella article, The Rise of Hinduism, and Passage to Wally Festival of Lights. Thanks Evelyn S., the guest speaker, Sawyer S., our director and writer, and Bell A., the speaker, and Tech for helping. Have a good rest of your day. Bye! Bye.
Welcome back to The Vault of Ancient Civilization Season 2, and this is The Solo Kid starring Vince. In this interview, we will be talking about the government of ancient India. Let's introduce our special guest, Vince. Hi, Vince. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing great. So now, let's get this started. Do you think you can name some of the ancient Indian leaders? Some of the leaders I can name are Chandragupta I and Chandragupta II. These leaders were passed down from each other. The first leader focused mostly on conquering other civilizations, while the second one focused mostly on being the best of the best and the highest in the region. Thank you, Vince. We have a couple more questions for you after this 30-second break. Welcome back to our interview with our special guest, Vince. So, Vince, we have a couple more questions for you to answer. Okay. The next question for you is, what is one of Chandragupta II's accomplishments? One of his accomplishments was he was the highest-ranked civilization leader during his ruling. Now we have our next interview question, and this is our final question until the end of the podcast. I'm so glad I studied for this. your final question for the night is what was the true government that hint hint gupta the second ruled i personally think they were a monarchy because the ruler was passed down to the son and had a king or queen or any type of ruler that was not voted for wow you are very intelligent thank you Well, this is the time of the night where we have to say our goodbyes. Goodbye, all listeners of the podcast, and always remember to check out our podcast that we have posted later on. Bye. Enjoy your night. The resources that were used in the making of the podcast was Nearpod, Newzella, Classkick, and especially WeVideo, where this is how we produced it.